Another small and lonely railway station, then. Uh, but this one is not in Norway. Oh, well, go on, then. To avert further mystery, where on earth are we? We are on our way to Lexand, and we are getting off here at Talberg Station. I mean, not to question your judgment or even ability to read a train timetable, but we stopped in Lexand 15 minutes ago and couldn't get off then. Yeah, but um, we aren't meeting my brother there. We're meeting him here, actually, down by the lake. Lake? How far is that? Mm, not far, about two and a half kilometres. Uh, about 30 minutes of walking should do us both the world a good. So not fair. Come on, step lively. And I did say a backpack was a better choice than that wheeled case. Join my podcast, he said. See the world, he said. I was supposed to be recording this from my own bedroom. Coming? Yes, but why are we meeting your brother here? Now, that is a good question, or at least the sensible one. I thought we should start off here, as our beer this week is called Talberg IPA by the Beer Factory in Lexand. So we should come to Talberg first to see what it might inspire. Right. Orthotic insoles. You're doing fine. We're in Talberg now. It is a rural community. Yeah, until the beginning of the last century, this was pretty much just a farming community. And then what? In 1891, the railway arrived. Ah, ready transport to the outside world. I think more a case of ready transport from the outside world. So from that, it became a beautiful vacation spot. Has that had much of an effect on the demographics? Indeed, Talberg has about 200 actual um, residences, and the remainder are holiday homes and eight hotels. I imagine that leads to issues with the locals being priced out of their own home. I'm not sure about that, but without intervention, I imagine it would happen. Hmm. Well, it, it's certainly pressing. Nothing overly dominating the skyline. The houses all seem to be timber. Quite a few are log homes by the looks of things. They all seem to have this painted red or kind of weathered brown finish. Is that unique to Tolberg, you know? It certainly seems to be predominant in the region. Of the other villages I've seen, they all seem to have the same look. The larger conurbations like Lexand have a greater variety of building material and finishes. So enjoy this for what it is, then? I think so. Another of your far-flung, away-from-it-all places, Rob. Yeah, beautiful, isn't it? It is that, definitely. And actually very quiet today. Yeah, I wasn't going to bring us here in high season. A little bit further and we should be at the lake and uh, see my brother. Well, you lucky ducky listeners get to listen to the short version of this walk. Hey, Patrick. Hello, Rob. How are you? I'm well. Let me introduce you to Dominic. Nice to meet you, Dominic. Likewise, Patrick. <laughs> You're taller than he is. And I don't waste my time writing podcasts. But it was you that started me on this path when you introduced me to the Bugle. <laughs> what are brothers for, if not to help one another? All right, well, I know for a fact his pronunciation of Tolberg is wrong. Go on, and how should it actually sound? Tellberry. Ha! 
I knew it wasn't right. Yeah, moving on. Where's the car? Uh, it's in the garage in Lexand, being repaired. We have to walk back to the station to get the train. I came on an earlier local train to be sure to meet you here. What? I'm kidding, Dominic. <laughs> Look in your face. Car's this way. You're about <laughs> as bad as he is. Possibly worse. <laughs> Gonna leave the car here. It's a short walk to the brewery. Yep, always a good idea to leave your car at home when you're drinking. Especially in Sweden. It's very heavily frowned upon socially, and the law is no more lenient. Are we doing another hopscotch public service announcement? No, we're just helping to underline the differing social attitudes towards alcohol. All right, and what about general attitudes to drinking in public then? Patrick, I gathered that you're not permitted to be just out in the street with a beer. In Norway, it seems to include being publicly visible outside on your property. Is that the same here, you know? Similar. The consumption of alcohol is quite closely regulated. You can certainly be visible on your own property. And I think that people take a common sense approach if you're out having a picnic, say. But uh, generally, you can't run around drinking in public and acting like a hooligan. Personally... I like sitting on the front deck of my house with a beer at the end of a day. Or out by a fire. That is a most congenial location. And talking of congenial locations... Ah, this is the beer factory in Lexand. It is indeed. The building itself is a garage, sort of petrol station from around the late 40s, early 50s, I think. When did they take it over? The garage, that was, I think, about 2014, with a 500-litre system, and they've been in business since 2013, however. Ah, another recent addition. And a growing work in progress. Last year, they opened a beer garden area. I know both the two of you would like to have that with a barbecue. Hmm, uh, perhaps just a little too much. Uh, it's all right. Radio calories don't count. Not only are they new, but they're the first new brewery in Lexand in a uh, hundred years. There must be others in the area, though. Yeah, the nearest other brewery is mm, 16 kilometres away, I think. Sillian's Ness is the place. 16 kilometres, so, so about 10 miles, then? Uh, not so far in Swedish terms, I suppose. Actually, you might want to visit there sometime, Dominic. It's called the Flying Brewery, and they're in aviation enthusiasts. The brewery is right beside a small airport, and uh, the decor is all model aircrafts and the such. Oh, can we, Rob? Can we? Can we? Not this episode, Dominic. There will be others. That's the whole idea. I like the way the building's been renovated on the outside as well as the inside. Yeah, the green and white paint scheme works well. Is it the original paint scheme just rejuvenated a bit? I don't recall the original paintwork. I've known the area for years. Uh, it is a great improvement over the vacant building as it used to be. In fact, this little corner of Lexand is sort of due for quite a bit of renovation. But there isn't, let's say, a huge amount of local agreement on how it should, uh, how it should is look. Is it always this busy? They're only open to the public on a Friday night. Well, why is that then? It seems fairly busy now. Well, there's two factors. 
which are Swedes generally don't drink during the working week. Friday and Saturday, sure. All right. And the second? Well, Lexan's a fairly small town, and this is a good place to come and socialize with friends. It isn't the only place. No, no, but there is an intimacy here. So a small venue, and the beer brewed by those serving it, then? Uh, the master brewer is Tura Eriksson. Been trying to catch his eye. It's a bit busy well, here. If we can, that's great, but I don't want to interfere with the smooth running of his business by our being here. Come on, can we please get back to why we are here? I've been to the station. I've walked to the town. I've had a pleasant car ride to roughly where the brewery is, and I have now walked here. Gentlemen, I am thirsty. That was quite the speech, Dominic. I want to be honoured. Rob, if you please. All right. Here you both go. This is the Patrick correct pronunciation, please. Telberry's. Telberry's IPA. Ooh, that's got a good nose to it. Warm hay and oranges. Hmm. A lazy late summer afternoon in the country. But there is some hop citrus coming through, too. Oh, yes, there is. Very fresh. But some life to it as well. You get those other subtleties, too. Not wanting to overdo the floral language, but some good fruit notes. Is good fruit notes floral? Well, not so much, but... But without the flowers, how do you get the fruit? Ah, so we're talking post-pollination. Yes, he meant his language was floral, not the taste. We will leave my but brother and Dominic florid. to discuss the quality of my description for a moment and let the beer factory give us theirs. Talbedi's IPA is a 5.9% spicy taste with clear berries, elements of orange peel, straw, crisp bread and apricot. Served around 8 to 10 degrees centigrade for lamb or beef dishes or as a companion drink. The malts used are Maris Otter Pale Ale, Thomas Fawcett Crystal Pale Ale, the hops are Chinook, Cascade and Citra, and no, the yeast I think you are right. is US number 5. So, on that we're agreed then. Absolutely. This sounds bad. Well, you were doing too much talking. Please purchase another round for me, Squire. I can do that. Dominic, Robert, score! score. <sighs> Worth the wait. The Hopscotch Podcast is sponsored by Burt's Better Beers. Bird's Better Beers is located close to Exit 9 North off I-93 in Hooksett, New Hampshire. They have a large selection of international, national and local beers, ciders and meads. Cans and bottles are individually priced so you can select your own beer tour. Tell Bert you heard about Bird's Better Beers on Hopscotch. I expect you'll get a smile that is never far away. You can call Bert's at 603-413-5992 or visit them through their Facebook presence at facebook.com slash Beers. Also follow Bert on Twitter at twitter.com slash Beers. Their opening hours are Tuesday to Friday, 10 to 8, Monday and Saturday, 10 to 7, Sunday, 11 to 3. 
Bert's Better Beers, stimulating the economy one beer at a time. sleeping. Do you think we'll wake him if we chat? Nah, not a chance. No? No. Uh, he wakes only for the sounds of aircraft engines, Merlins and Griffins mostly. Uh, Merlins and Griffins are lovely. <clears throat> We're good for hours now. Are you still planning on going to McMira tomorrow? It's only a couple of hours from here by car, but... It's the travel after that that's getting a bit tight. Well, I have a bottle here. We could do some chatting about it from the comfort of my couch. The fire's nice. The couch is comfortable. I'm warming to the idea of the couch. And who else is going to know that you didn't actually travel over to Yevla? True. I think we can forgive ourselves an exception this time. So, should we have a little splash while we talk about it? Sounds ideal. So, what do you know about Yevla? Uh, well, I didn't know the right pronunciation, that's a start. Um, <laughs> I've been calling it gavel in my head. Uh, well, funny funny note, the rudest word in Swedish is Yevla. And the town is called Yevla. <laughs> Meaning? Like, sort of, damn it. Um, <laughs> Sweden's a fine place if that's the rudest word, means damn it. Uh, <laughs> What was it, Yavle? Yavle. Yavle. Uh, is a coastal town being on an inlet from the Gulf of Bothnia, if that's the correct pronunciation. And that gulf is doing its best to separate Sweden from Finland. So far, so good. And it's about 180 kilometres north of Stockholm, about uh, 112 miles. And the earliest recorded settlement here dates back to 1446. And the current population I have as being a, a smidge over 100,000. All right, Wikipedia, anything else? <laughs> well, yes, because I spend my time reading. The better known beverage to have come from Yavle yeah, is... So is it not Javalia coffee? Should it be... Gavalia, Gavalia. You can have some in the morning. We've got some in the kitchen. I have a feeling we may need it. And how about McMira itself? Uh, McMira is relatively recent. Um, not as new as most of the breweries we've visited. The business dates back to 1999, although they didn't actually produce any whiskey until 2002. And they added a second distillery in 2011. Uh, that one's about six miles east of um, the village of McNeera. Cool. And that's in keeping with their ideal of keeping everything local. Indeed. Everything but their yeast is from within about 75 miles of distillery. Not that the yeast comes from much further afield, though. No, no. Uh, that they get from a place just outside of Stockholm. I forget the name of it. I'd look it up, but my, my phone's over there and I'm comfortable over here. And I don't think it's vital information. Something I did read that was interesting, though, is about their second distillery. It is vertical. Yes. Pretty impressive. It is. Well, it, it has to be. It stands seven t stories tall. Well, I did some reading, too. 
by use of gravity to help move the embryonic whiskey down through the process. It's about 45% more energy efficient than the first distillery. That's a big deal in Sweden. Jävla tried its... Uh... Yavla itself tried to reuse all the waste energy to serve the town's needs. And it's a huge saving for everyone. They produce an order of about 2 million bottles a year there. That's an impressive volume. Mm, of course, for a top-up. Ah, uh, here you go. Which one do we have here? You trying to read the label in this light? Yeah, just about. <laughs> Give it here. My eyes are younger than yours. Yeah, true story. There you go. This one was just known as First Edition. It's very good. It has a new name now. They call it Svensk Ek. Meaning? Swedish oak. Aged in barrels made from Swedish oak trees? Of course. You grow good trees around here. We should have described this from the first sip. Indeed, part of the problem of being relaxed and comfortable. Uh, we can still try. Indeed we must. This very episode hangs in the balance otherwise. Such high drama. I'm no Dick Burton, but let us to our task. Uh, you are older, but not that much older. Shh, and sniff. This is why I like it just a little warm. It lifts all those fragrances into the glass, just waiting to be enjoyed. First thing I get is a sweet... Lightness. It feels fresh. Yeah. Um, like fresh baked bread and marmalade. So how much of that is down to the oak? Good question. To that specifically, I don't know the answer. I cannot yet claim the title of connoisseur enough to have as yet delved so deeply. Mm. Mm, then the taste is so much darker. Ooh, those roasts come through. I still get, as you said, the, the fresh bread and marmalade, but also the toast a little more done. There's a, a soft nuttiness to it as well. Cashew? Bless you. Oh, knock it off. <laughs> Sorry, cashew is a good description, though. <laughs> I thought so. <laughs> and the all-important finish. Mm. How do you feel after each sip? Uh, it lingers nicely. Like just letting that last piece of chocolate melt in your mouth. I like that, both as the feeling and the description of it. Pity I can't get it in my home state, though. Distribution issue? Yeah, the state governs the sale of liquor in its own stores, and if they don't carry it, you can't get it. Yeah, okay, that's actually quite a lot like the system we have here, called System Belaget. Uh It's a state-run monopoly that controls all... Uh, sales of alcohol over three and a half percent. So three, under three and a half percent, you can buy in a supermarket. Anything over, you only can get through System Belaget. Under three and a half percent, isn't that just for cooking? <laughs> you, you tell me. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go with yes. Although I have used tequila in chili. <laughs> You're nuts. <laughs> nuts I may be but delicious it was alright I believe you <laughs> maybe we'll make a trip to, to there sometime to try tequila from close to the source it's why we make these trips <clears throat> it's getting late um, 
you know, in, in closing in this, uh, Patrick, would you consent to give us a little tune on the guitar? Sure, I'd be delighted. Thank you. As am I. I can see where you made your home here. Yeah, Sweden does take you in like that. What's the plan for tomorrow? Well, we're off to Ireland and picking up the ruby. Ruby? The Austin 7 ruby. Only you. No, Dominic will be along too. <laughs> That's not what I meant. Well, you'd think I might have known that. Most likely. Yeah, you're welcome to come along with us. Uh, I forgot time, I will. Excellent. Okay, well, with that, um, we hope that you, the listener, have enjoyed this episode and the others in the series. You can find out more information about us at these locations. Uh, would you do the honours, Patrick? I'd be delighted. Visit us at hopscotchpodcast.com on soundcloud.com at soundcloud.com forward slash hopscotchpodcast or on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or via your favourite podcast app as Hopscotch Podcast. Look for the grey logo, and finally, the Twitter account, at Hopscotch Podcast. <laughs> You've nailed it. And with that, thank you so much for listening. Oh, hey, door! Some of the sound effects used in the production of this podcast have been obtained from Free SFX. They are available at http colon slash slash When recording, not everything goes by the book. As a result, we give you the Hopscotch podcast, Wart and All. So from that, then it became a beautiful. So from that, then it became a beautiful vacation spot. I'll try that again.
so from that it became a beautiful oh I can't get that beautiful cuticle vacation are you putting these in just to catch me out now no you could so try for, lovely instead of beautiful if you want I'm going to have one I'm not going to be beaten by it I'm going to have one more go alright get in the zone Yeah, indeed it has. Uh, Talberg has about 200 actual residents. The remainder are holiday homes and eight hotels. And when I say residents, I mean... Let me try that one again. Indeed. Your turn. Uh, yeah. The better known beverage to have come from Yavle yeah, is so is it not Javalia coffee should it be Gavalia Gavalia uh, and Gavalia being the Latin name for Yavel uh, <laughs> it's not easy uh, <laughs> especially when you combine my ears and my mouth Yevla. 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 Thank you. Uh, and the, the Gavalia? Gavalia. That's fine. All right. And then the rude word is... Yevla. Yevla and Yavla. All right. Uh, We'll come back a bit. But some of this is really good. Some of it's kind of, it's quite authentic when you're struggling with the other. <laughs> all right. I struggle with all of it. Why don't you move on to your next line? I'll, I'll okay. stitch it together. Swedish oak. So, uh, so would, are they aging it in barrels that are made from Swedish oak trees? Of course. <laughs> well, you should... We, should, we should check this, by the way, because I read on the website that they're American oak. Uh, no, because I looked it up, and the okay. the Swedish oak that they are using comes from an island. The, the trees were planted to grow wood to produce ships. Okay, great. Sorry. That's all right. <laughs> 